Hey, thanks for tuning in for another episode in the Passion Week story. We are continuing on this journey, and we are almost at Resurrection Sunday. This episode is going to contain content, a scripture reading, reflection questions for you to think back on in prayer. Jesus has just hours to live. The Passover week has culminated to one of the highest points of the festival week, the Passover meal. Jesus has his disciples prepare a private room for them to commemorate the Passover, the Exodus story. Jesus then shares with his disciples that one of them among him is going to betray him and sell him out to be punished. And Judas identifies himself as that man. Jesus is then going to turn the attention to the mill itself and actually take it in a completely new direction. He uses the Passover mill not to remember just how God had delivered his people before, but this mill is now going to be made in remembrance of him and how he will sacrifice himself for the people again. See, he himself is going to become the lamb that is slain that actually has the power to change death. Jesus tells his disciples that because of the rising tension between him and the Jewish authorities, the disciples will eventually go into hiding, and they're even going to deny knowing him. After the meal, Jesus requests to go into a nearby garden and pray, and the plot begins to thicken. Jesus' time in prayer is broken up multiple times by finding the disciples sleeping and no longer keeping watch for him. At this exact time, Judas, Jesus' betrayer, has returned with armed guards to seize Jesus. The disciples see this and they flee, and Jesus is escorted into a trial with all these religious leaders. In the trial, many people are coming against him with claims that they heard Jesus make in his earthly ministry. Jesus then asked one final question by the council. He's asked, is he the Christ? Is he the Messiah? Is he the one that's coming to make all things right again? Jesus responds with a quote from Daniel chapter 7, verse 13, and he's claiming that he actually is the human one who is equal to and he actually is God. This outrages everyone at the council and at the trial because Jesus just made himself equal to God, which is of the highest offense. The day ends with Jesus' prediction becoming true that not only would his disciples flee, but even his closest would deny him. Matthew 26, 17 through 75. Now on the first day of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? And he said, Go into a city to a certain man and say to him, The teacher says, My time is near. I am to keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. The disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared the Passover. Now when evening came, Jesus was reclining at the table with the twelve disciples. As they were eating, he said, Truly I say to you that one of you will betray me. Being deeply grieved, that each one began to say to him, Surely not I, Lord. And he answered, He who dipped his hand with me in the bowl 
is the one who will betray me. The Son of Man is to go, just as it is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been good for that man if he had not been born. And Judas, who was betraying him, said, Surely it is not I, Rabbi. Jesus said to him, You've said it yourself. While they were eating, Jesus took some bread, and after a blessing, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take eat. This is my body. And when he had taken a cup and given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many a forgiveness of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. After singing a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, You will all fall away because of me this night, for it is written, I will strike down the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock shall be scattered. But after I have been raised, I will go ahead of you to Galilee. But Peter said to him, Even though all may fall away because of you, I will never fall away. Jesus said to him, Truly I say to you that this very night, before a rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, Even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. All the disciples said the same thing too. Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be grieved and distressed. Then he said to them, My soul is deeply grieved to the point of death. Remain here and keep watch with me. And he went a little beyond them and fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Yet not as I will, but as you will. And he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter, So you men could not keep watch with me for one hour? Keep watching and praying that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went again away a second time and prayed, saying, My father, if this cannot pass away unless I drink it, your will be done. Again he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. And he left them again and went away and prayed a third time, saying the same thing once more. Then he came to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up, let us be going. Behold, the one who betrays me is at hand. While he was speaking, behold, Judas, one of the twelve, came up accompanied by a large crowd with swords and clubs, who came from the chief priests and elders of the people. Now he who was betraying him gave them a sign, saying, Whomever I kiss, he is the one. Seize him. Immediately Judas went to Jesus and said, Hail, Rabbi, and kissed him. And Jesus said to him, Friend, do what you've come for. Then they came and laid hands on Jesus and seized him. And behold, one of those who were with Jesus reached down and drew his sword 
and struck the slave of the high priest and cut off his ear. Then Jesus said to him, Put your sword back into its place. For all those who take up the sword shall perish by the sword. Or do you think that I cannot appeal to my father? And he will at once put at my disposal more than twelve legions of angels. How then will the scriptures be fulfilled which say that it must happen this way? At that time Jesus said to the crowds, Have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me as you would against the robber? Every day I you did not seize me. But all this has taken place to fulfill the scriptures of the prophets. Then all the disciples left him and fled. Those who had seized Jesus led him away to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the scribes and the elders were gathered together. But Peter was following him at a distance as far as the courtyard of the high priest and entered in and sat down with the officers to see the outcome. Now the chief priest and the whole council kept trying to obtain false testimony against Jesus so that they might put him to death. They did not find any, even though many false witnesses came forward, but later on two came forward and said, This man stated, I am able to destroy the temple of God and to rebuild it in three days. The high priest stood up and said to him, Do you not answer? What is it that these men are testifying against you? But Jesus kept silent. And the high priest said to him, I adjure you by the living God that you tell us whether you are the Christ, the Son of God. Jesus said to him, You have said it yourself. Nevertheless, I tell you, hereafter you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of power and coming on the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his robe and said, He has blasphemed. What further need do we have of witnesses? Behold, you have now heard the blasphemy. What do you think? They answered, He deserves death. Then they spat in his face and beat him with their fists. And others slapped him and said, Prophesy to us, you Christ, who is the one who hits you? Now Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard, and a servant girl came to him and said, You too were with Jesus the Galilean. But he denied it. Before them all, saying, I do not know what you are talking about. When he had gone out to the gateway, another servant girl saw him and said to those who were there, This man was with Jesus of Nazareth. And he denied it again with an oath. I do not know the man. A little later, the bystanders came up and said to Peter, Surely you two are one of them, for even the way you talk gives you away. Then he began to curse and swear, I do not know the man. And immediately a rooster crowed. And Peter remembered the word which Jesus had said, Before a rooster crows, you will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly. And now consider these reflection questions. Have you considered remembering the Lord's Supper more often, maybe with friends or family? Have you ever felt like you are not paying attention to something Jesus has trusted you with or asked you to do? How can you change the situation? Have you ever denied Jesus? In what way can you learn from Peter's example? 
God, I pray if I've ever denied you in any situation where I should have spoken up or stood up for your name, I ask you for forgiveness in that. I pray for strength and courage to always be who you've called me to be, even in the tough situations where it would be easy to turn away. I always want to do the right thing according to your name and your glory. Never do I want to kiss your cheek, turn away, and in the same breath betray you. I love you, and I thank you for giving your life for me when I did not deserve it. Amen.